Calls are growing in the far north for tougher action against roaming dogs and irresponsible owners after two fatal dog attacks in little more than a year. Some Northlanders are even calling for restrictions on the breeds most often implicated. Peter DeGraff reports. It's a sound that still sends a chill down Chris Radich's spine a year after he almost bled to death in a dog attack just around the corner from his Awanui home. The 77-year-old had already told the owner about his concerns. I said to him, cuz, I'm frightened of that dog. That dog was tied up day after day. If it gets off the leash, it'll be dangerous. I was walking with my dog and it was off the leash. It just knocked me on the ground. It was on top of me. I was holding him like this. He was going for my throat. Luckily, Mr Radich was able to hold the dog away from his throat. A man working nearby rescued Mr Radich's pet, then used a spade to fend off the other dog. We just ripped my leg to smithereens. The blood I lost, you know, that we had the police, we had the fire brigade, we had the ambulance. Even the farmer had come with a gun to shoot the dog. That's how dangerous that dog was. A year on, Mr Radich's leg is still bandaged and he still struggles to walk. Now he's calling on the Far North District Council to beef up its dog control bylaw and to make sure irresponsible owners are prosecuted. So far, his petition has gathered more than 600 signatures. It's not the dog's fault. You know, you get these fellas that got dogs tied up day after day after day, and when they let go, they go crazy, man. You know, if it was a kid, gone. Look at all the dog attacks. And what happens? We just go on and on and nothing gets done. Also calling for change is Wally Hicks, a former ambulance officer from North Hokianga who put his case at a recent council meeting. I live in an area where a fatal dog attack occurred about 18 months ago and I just don't want it to happen to anybody else. And I also was a volunteer ambulance officer for 20 years and I attended a particularly bad dog attack. Mr Hicks says that attack left a child with severe facial wounds. Family members were also badly injured in a crash as they raced the child to hospital. Bad owners or bad breeds usually cop the blame for dog attacks, but Mr Hicks says both need to be addressed. He's calling for a nationwide sinking lid on breeds overrepresented in serious attacks. People with those breeds could keep their existing pets, but wouldn't be able to replace them with the same type. We breed these dogs back out of the population and restrict them again as they were before 1987 and also go hard on good ownership. Leonie XL of dog advocacy group Bay of Islands Watchdogs believes three things are needed in any community that wants to safely manage its dogs. And the first is that as many people as possible need to get their dogs de-sexed. The second is there needs to be very effective community education where everybody is taught not only how to treat a dog properly, but also how to be wary of what can go wrong. The third answer to that is effective animal control. Ms Excel says breed-specific regulations have failed whenever they've been tried in other countries, but she agrees the far north needs better animal control. This has been a failing for a long time, decades now. Having effective animal control where people who continue to let their dogs wander or continue to have dogs which act dangerously, that is critical. We need to follow up on people who are repeat offenders and make sure that they don't keep having dogs that put other people in danger. Whatever happens, Chris Radich just hopes a solution comes soon. Things have got to change. It's so bad up here, you know. Nighttime, I can still see that dog's face on me, you know. Every time a dog comes to me, I just shake. I've had enough, and this has got to stop.